and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Thank you for joining us for Living Fit. And here's Karen's Fit Tip for the day. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's Fit Tip. So today I want to talk about night or binge eating. But first go to 1 Corinthians 10 and 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Are you working out consistently but you don't see any changes or the scale is barely moving? Just expecting to lose weight is not enough. We have to examine our eating habits as well. Do you restrict how much food you eat? Do you deprive yourself or skip meals throughout the day? And as a result, are you thinking about food all the time? What about this scenario? It's the end of the day. You have not prepared anything for dinner, so you grab takeout. And after you've eaten, you munch or snack on and off throughout the night. And you justify it by saying, I haven't eaten all day, so I deserve it. So now you feel guilty, not just because you know better, but because you haven't done better. Does this sound familiar to you? We should be eating to glorify God, not aimlessly uh, eating and gouging ourselves just for the satisfaction or taste of it. So if you... If this scenario fits you, you are a night or binge eater, and you're not alone because according to the National Institute of Mental Health, over 1.5% of the U.S. population, which is over 5 million people, deals with this issue every year. And as a result, you end up setting yourself up for numerous illnesses. Intentionally not eating almost always leads to overeating or binge eating. Because we begin to feel deprived and thus we attempt to make up for what we miss. So here are a few tips to stop eating at night. First of all, eat more food during the day. Make sure it's nutritious. Try eating whole grains, uh, oats, grits, or even a smoothie in the morning. Then later in the day have a salad and maybe some fruit and nuts. And drink plenty of water throughout the day. This will help keep you feeling full longer. Two, switch up your night routine. If you snack while watching TV, try reading a book or playing something uh, or plan something that um, you can do during the commercials, like maybe folding clothes or put the dishes away. Um, If you snack while surfing the web or on social media, try logging off for a few hours. When you log back on, you will realize you don't or didn't miss anything that was important anyway. And number three, um, try going to bed a little earlier. Chances are you will avoid the mindless eating by calling it a night. If you should wake up in the middle of the night, 
try having a low-fat snack available like a banana or apple, something that will satisfy you enough to let you go back to sleep after you brush your teeth. Now keep in mind that it will take at least 30 days to develop a new habit and for your taste buds to adjust. So don't give up if you don't get it right the first try. So that's what I have for today. Thank you for joining me. I pray that this message has been a blessing. Pass it on to your family and friends. And tune in today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts on 100.7 FM The Joy. And we'll share more health and wellness information with you. Be blessed and have a terrific Tuesday. Hello and thank you everyone for joining us for Living Fit. I'm James Roberts. Thank you, Karen, for the great fit tip. We want to uh, continue talking about intentions and how they can uh, lead us to not being well. Last week, you heard Daryl speak, and the week before, talk about his journey of being healthy, working on his goal, and how he had uh, fatty liver disease. So what we want to do today is encourage you to think about how you eat your food. Today, earlier, I was talking to a, a, a person, giving a consultation, and we were discussing that we have to say what I can do, not what I want to do in order to get healthy. And so today, what I want to say is uh, talk about how we can eliminate some of the things that are causing our problems. First Peter 3.15 says, Put in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. All of us need to know how to answer people when it comes to us wanting to change from the bad things we do to the good things we do. Sugar is one of the bad things we do. It's harming us. It's causing us a lot of problems. A lot of my clients think that, well, we I'm just going to do a little bit of it. And I always tell them that uh, it's hard for a person with an addiction to do a little bit of anything. So what I want to do is talk about some of the problems that glucose can, can, can cause. Sugar causes glucose levels to spike and plummet. And unstable blood sugars can leave you experience mood swings, fatigue, and headaches. It also contributes to the cravings, which begins the cycle of false hunger. Uh, those who avoid sugar report having fewer cravings while feeling more emotionally balanced and energized. Sugar has a devastating effect on our bodies, and we must realize that if we continue our bad eating habits and don't work to eliminate them, things will never get better. Sugar increases the risk of our obesity, diabetes, and heart diseases. While we all 
like to indulge once in a while in foods that quickly affect blood sugar and contribute to a greater risk of obesity, heart disease, and diabetes, there's an emerging research that also suggests the connection between these high glycemic diets and various forms of cancer. Uh, these can affect or often uh, result of, of uh, added sugar working in your body. So be sure to read those nutrition labels before you purchase anything. A lot of foods have sugar in it, and we don't even know that it's sugar. That's, that's one of the problems that we're facing today, that we don't really have a way of knowing what real uh, sugar is when they put it on a box. Your immune system function can be affected by sugar, and especially right now when we're dealing with COVID, we need to think more closely about how we uh, think about food. We're, we're always talking about the vaccines and everything else that we can do to prevent getting COVID, but one of the things we need to work on is our eating habits, our physical activity, eating properly, getting the right nutrients into our bodies. When we talked to Daryl, Daryl was saying that, you know, it was his decision to become healthy and how he went to the doctor uh, back in March and he got all these bad results. And one of the things Daryl told me just yesterday was not only did he have fatty liver disease, but that he was on the verge of having kidney problems, too, because he had too much protein in his urine. So they had told him that he was on a, uh, a good candidate for becoming uh, a person that was on dialysis. Your immune uh, function can be affected by sugar. As if being sick wasn't bad enough, studies have shown that sugar can interfere with the way your body fights diseases. Bacteria and yeast feed on sugar. So excessive glucose in your body causes these organisms to build up and cause infections. The more sugar you put in your body, the worse your situation will possibly get and be. So what we want to do is eliminate the problem. And although it doesn't look like sugar, it has the same effect as sugar when we put bread on chicken, when we uh, put bread on hamburgers, when we put extra mayonnaise and eggs and all this other stuff. It's not just that we're getting mayonnaise and eggs. We Some of these foods have sugar and the sugar is terrible to our body it causes joint pain it causes our bodies to have anti-inflammatory diseases and we also have uh, the problem with rheumatoid arthritis joint pain uh, a lot of people think that it's coming from 
exercise, and that's not the problem. It's from lack of exercise that we have a lot of these problems. And the biggest problem is sugar. So what we want to do is make sure that we eliminate the things that's causing us these problems by avoidance, not by moderation. Avoidance completely because most of us are already addicted to these foods. Uh, even, you know, I've been doing this way of eating without any meat or dairy or uh, foods like that for a long period of time. But I can tell you that it's hard to break the sugar addiction. Everybody craves sugar and salt. And a high sugar diet can lead to chronic deficiencies. It can also lead to chromium deficiencies. Chromium, a trace mineral, helps regulate blood sugar in the body while it can be found in meats, seafood, and plant foods. 90% of Americans still don't get enough chromium because of refined starches. Not complex starches, but refined starches. Those are the uh, foods that are manufactured. Other carbohydrates can also rob foods of their chromium supplies. So limiting your carbs is the best bet for increasing those minerals. Not complex carbohydrates, not the plant, not the plants, not the carbs that come from God's green earth, but the ones that are manufactured, the ones that you are adding to your diet on a daily basis. These are foods that you need to eliminate quickly. And we need to be physically active. If we're going to do these things, we still need to be active. There's nobody that doesn't need to be active. There's nobody that doesn't need to put this food out and not eat them every day. We can't eat potato chips, crackers, cookies, and think that it's not going to affect us any way. There's no way we're going to be able to be able to be healthy if we... Don't stop. And a lot of you say, well, it's my age that's causing me my pain. But sugar increases the risk of of, uh, us aging. Sugar accelerates our aging. While you probably know that sugar can affect your body's composition, they can also mess with your skin by contributing to the wrinkles and the sagging of your skin, and sugar hits your bloodstream. It attaches to proteins, and the mixture of these proteins and sugars cause the skin to lose elasticity and leads to premature aging. This is very important when you are trying to stay youthful and looking That's the reason why when you see somebody go on a plant-based diet, you'll see them actually turn back the clock. When people start exercising, eating properly, you'll see them starting to look younger, feel younger, act younger, think younger, and be able to move and be able to accomplish goals throughout the day not be tired and fatigued and able to do the things that are necessary to stay healthy and fit. When we talk about health here 
we always talk about trying to do your best, not trying to do a little bit, because doing your best is really what's going to accomplish the goal that you're seeking to do. Trying to do things in moderation or a little bit here and there and saying it's okay because I know how to control myself. You're only deceiving yourselves. If you think that you can break an addiction by continually doing the same things, you have robbed yourself of common sense because there's no way you're going to be able to do that. You're going to have to break down and stop doing the things that cause you the problem. Quit talking about, I'm going to lose weight and continue doing what I'm doing. And really, it's not about your weight. It's about your health. We want good health. We have to process our thinking differently. We have to renew our minds and think about things differently. Sugar causes tooth decay, too. With all the other life-threatening effects of sugar, we sometimes forget the most basic cosmetic damage it does. When it sits on our teeth, sugar causes a decay more efficiently than any other food. It's important to brush your teeth at least twice a day to stop sugar from fueling plaque and bacteria and getting that acid off your teeth. Making sure that you eat lots of green leafy vegetables and fruits, the mainly vegetables, kale, spinach, carrots, uh, make sure you're getting foods that are colorful in your diet. In order to stay healthy, we have to put health in. As Dr. Furman has taught us, health equals nutrition divided by calorie. The more nutrients we put in our body, the healthier we're going to be. We cannot afford to do all the things that are damaging to our bodies because if your teeth are bad, it still affects your health. It affects your bloodstream. A lot of people's heart problems come from bad dental hygiene. So we want to make sure that you know that eating a proper diet, eating healthfully, eating high-nutrient foods is very important to the ability of us to be healthy. And when we're talking about tooth decay, going to the dentist, all of these things cost money. We talk about being good stewards. We talk about getting, you know, all the things that we cost us money. We could eliminate a lot of them if we would just take the time to stop doing the things that cause our problem. Sure, it can cause gum disease, which can lead to heart disease. And increasing evidence shows that chronic infections like those that result from dental problems play a role in the development of our heart problems. So most researchers believe that the connection stems from the body's inflammatory response to the infection. Luckily, this works both ways. Maintaining a healthy lifestyle will decrease your risk of common illnesses, and which will reduce the chances that they'll become a more serious condition later in our lives. And that's what we're trying to encourage you to do here. Be inspired, be encouraged, be motivated to do the right things, to eliminate the problems, 
and quit going to the doctor, waiting on a bad report, knowing that you already feel bad, knowing that your energy level is low. Sugar's going to always make you crash. It's the bomb that gives you power in the beginning and then crashes you in the, in the end and leads to so many health issues. And it's very bad, not only for you, but sugar affects the cognitive condition of our children. Let's not kid ourselves. Let's not forget about our children. When a New York City public school reduced the amount of sugar in their lunches and breakfasts, their academic rankings increased 15.7% previously. The greatest improvement ever seen had been 1.7%. So sugar is killing our brain. If you'll just, if you'll just do this, a test that I have done myself, I have been doing word puzzles, and I will just eat a, a cookie or something like that. It takes me longer to finish. They did a study with rats. They would let the rat go, find its food, and he would swim to find the food, find a place to sit on a little uh, pad to eat the food. Then they gave the, the, the rat sugar, and the rat could not find the pad, couldn't find the food afterwards, couldn't find a place to to uh, get out of the water. That's how damaging sugar can be. And it's so addictive that they took cocaine and sugar, and guess which one the rat would actually gravitate to? It was the sugar. Sugar is addictive and it causes enough serious issues in our body that we have to take responsibility to change our thinking when it comes to sugar. And the reason why I'm doing this today is because Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming up, the Super Bowl. These are critical times for us to make decisions to be alive at the end of these times. Because a lot of you are thinking, I'm going to enjoy the holidays and I'm going to start something the first of the year. Let me tell you, you are creating a monster inside your body. It, you can't just do that. Nobody just starts and stops their health journey. You have to be on it. That's the reason why I tell my clients I don't put people on diets. I put people on lifestyle changing information so they can change their life, not go on a diet. If you eat the right nutrition, if you eat the healthy foods, your health will get better. You have to determine how important your health is for you to make those decisions to be healthy. I can't do it for you. I can encourage you. I can motivate you to do it. And it sounds good while you're sitting in front of me, but when you go home, you have to be the one to make the decision not to fall into the pleasure trap. Sugar is a pleasure that you just can't afford. Not only are you eating it on your cookies and cake, you're eating on your food too. You're putting it so much in your uh, salad dressing, so much uh that goes into your potato chips and everything we do 
when we walk into the supermarket is geared to us being attracted to the things that we have an, uh, uh, an addiction to. So if you won't change it, believe me, you will have to suffer the consequences later. God has given us a body that is well made. And if we'll take the time to take care of it, to get outside, get some of this vitamin D sunshine every day, don't be a couch potato. Don't sit in front of your TV and eat. Because when you're doing those things, you become hypnotized. And it's not easy to break those addictions. We need foods that will lead to good health, and it doesn't happen by accident. Nobody can make a good decision when they're eating sugar. I just told you, it kills brain cells. So when we want to do the right things, we have to change the bad habits. If we're going to have good intentions, we have to stick to a good routine. The routine that we follow that leads to good health is the routine we need to follow for the rest of our life. We can't jump around on and off a fence and think that we're going to get a better result. It doesn't work. Health is so important that only the people who make the right decision to stop the madness are going to benefit from doing anything. Nobody's going to get better if we continue doing the thing that made us sick in the first place. And the longer you have had an addiction, the harder it's going to be to break. Our bodies need rest. And most of us eat way too often, way too much, and way too constant. And when we call ourselves snacking, we're eating a meal. Snacking is no more than adding another meal. And when we're snacking, and we're snacking on stuff that has sugar, salt, and fat on it, all we're doing is causing more problems for our health. It doesn't work with pills. Pills may treat you. Pills don't fix you. And one of my clients today was just telling me how the doctor was telling her that she would have to go on medication, that she could not get rid of some of the problems she has. And I told her, the only way you can change is if you change. The doctor did tell her that she needed to lose weight, but he's trying to put all the blame on her weight rather than on what she does. So if you change your bad habits and you become healthy in everything you do, you start exercising every day, you start eating heavily nutritious food, you put many different fruits and vegetables in your diet, there's no way you won't get well. Sugar takes the place of the important nutrients, and that's according to the USDA data. People who consume the most sugar have the lowest intakes of the essential nutrients, especially vitamin A, C, B12, and calcium. The trade-off is especially dangerous for children and teens who simultaneously consume the most sugar and need the most nutrients. And guess who we are giving most of the sugar to? To the children. We got to stop. We have to make a better choice. I was the client that told me that said, I went in my house and I cleaned out my cupboards and I gave the cookies, the cakes to my grandchild. And I told her, 
wrong thing to do. Because if it's killing you, it's also killing your children. And the responsibility to raise healthy children is ours. And if we don't change what we do, eventually we're going to kill them off because they're getting the same diseases that we have. Rheumatoid arthritis, uh, heart disease, and diabetes. Are, diabetes really is the most deadly part of what's happening to our children today. I hope that this information will be something that will lead you to make a better decision when it comes to choosing your foods and being more active throughout the day. Karen and I appreciate the time that we are here to share with you. And I know I sound like I'm kind of preaching today, but I am encouraging you to make better choices for your health. We love you enough to tell you the truth and that if you don't change what you do, your health will deteriorate. We ask that you keep living fit and doing the things that matter and benefit your health by doing what is best for your family. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, facebook at livingfit.com.co or call. Until next time, Keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.